network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without uh, our written consent or you. <clears throat> I still got that frog in my throat. Mm -hmm. Or you can just ask, finally, and I'll explain that. The frog in the throat, not sharing the show. What did I say? <laughs> Please use your own rest. That's what I said, right? Yes, you did. Uh, uh, see, I, every time I stop <clears throat> myself from doing this, I lose the... Finally, the show's opinionated. That's what it is. The host, me, the co-host, KK. Me. Say hello. 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 <laughs> Callers, guests, people that are not in the chat room are and always will be opinionated. Under new circumstances whatsoever, should opinion be taken as advice. If you are seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a licensed and required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Okay. Finally. Wow. Wow. So how long has this been? I will turn around in a second. I don't even want to give you the optics here right now. <laughs> so let's, um, maybe you can keep an eye when that jumps. Sure. And that means someone's, and I'm not paying you more than the $2 an hour that I'm already Damn it. Paying. If you want the raise, we'll have to talk about that. Oh, damn. You are only the co-host. <laughs> I make all the money. I make five dollars an hour. Okay. So where do we begin? Oh my god. First of all, let's begin with you. Okay. This is the KK show. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> take it all. Take it all. Take it. <laughs> what are you <laughs> see how easy it is? Yeah. Go right ahead. Be yeah, my guest. Yeah. Hi, I'm KK. Uh and it's the KK show. It's not the KK show. <laughs> yeah, no. No, it'd be an mm -hmm. Alice. Uh, what's her name? Alice Morissette. What's her name? Alanis. Alanis. It'd be an Alanis song. It would be an Alanis song. Yes, it would. Which we'd be in big trouble for that one because we don't have her permission. So speaking no, of music, really quick, we'll get back to mm -hmm. you. That was Edge of Paradise. And um, I would like to call Margarita a friend. Although we miss her. Every time, every time they're coming to town, yes, like Santa Claus, and um, they were coming to Denver, and we moved from Denver right before they came. Yes, so I don't know when I'm going to be able to meet this wonderful lady, let alone the entire band, and you, of course, as well. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, when I say me, I I mean we, right? Know, but it's the we. That's the we. Are we going to get into that episode? I hope so. If it's the me, and then we, and then it's the I, or whatever. If it's not for me. <laughs> Some, something like that. Uh, yeah. We're, we're oh, going so back. So much, yeah. Yeah, we're going back. So anyway, let's talk about you because the people that listen to the show for the past 15 years, for the most part, I've done this. I'm trying to see out of the corner of my eye. I don't like this. But I'm not telling you nothing you don't know. I don't, maybe I am. I, I've been doing this. Um, hang on. Technical difficulties. Oh, the music probably sounds like shit. Sorry. Because there's an algorithm in there. So, I, you know, I it's not, I don't know if we shouldn't play music. And if it's too irritating, because I'd be irritated. If oh, I, I know you would. And absolutely. I, I, I'm an audiophile. I'd be pissed. Yes, you would. That, that if I heard that. Mm -hmm. uh, but then again, then we, we don't play music. Well. Or we just refer music. Maybe I mean, we refer music. 
But it's, I mean, I love playing clips. I know. Yeah. And and that's why we simulcast it on Spreaker, not to mention Podbean right now, but Podbean messes with it. Right. In an algorithm. And Spreaker did not, but Spreaker put our show off of the search. Um, if you Function, went, right. If you went to search for it, it wouldn't come up. <clears throat> right. And they were like investigating the show. And it just turned out that it was dead air. Right, exactly. So I kindly told him to piss off and I canceled my account after 15 years. It's what? It has been uh, at least six months now since you have been on here. Well, that's not really my fault. (laughs) Because this network turned into the Weather Channel. So, I mean, that's not my thing. And I don't mean any offense. I'm trying to be funny here, but and sarcastic at the same time. Mm-hmm. But um, Freedom Revolution Network went into the weather thing, and they still are. Right. And I don't mean any – I mean, that's great. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, the weather is an amazing thing and a science, and a lot of people are – I mean, there's weather meteorologists, you know, and there's storm chasers. I was going to say storm troopers. <laughs> well, there's dun, those two. Dun, dun. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> And to all respect for that, but I mean, Freedom Revolution Network um, decided to go in the weather direction. And Mm -hmm. so I really had no uh, way to fit into this. Right. And there were some other things going on in this and that, but and nothing bad. It just was like, it just wasn't happening. So KK and I, well, just me. So I'll go back to that now. It's a good Mm -hmm. segue. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for 15 years, believe it or not. And uh, 2008 Meltdown inspired me to do this. I was on Freedomizer Radio, and then I got off of there and then did my own thing and brought uh, podcasting and then different, um, what do you call this, like avenues or platforms, Platforms, different platforms. Yeah. And then it's all on Spotify now, Apple, is it podcast now? Apple Podcast. I don't know. It's it's out there if you search on your favorite. uh, We're on YouTube. Uh, my personal YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, Freedom Revolutions, um, and all these other ones that are Facebook. And uh, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I'm done. It's a whole show right there. But I'm done. You just got off of it. I certainly did. Yeah, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been doing this on and off by myself. I've had co-hosts throughout that time. Uh, Dwayne, who you no, yeah. you know, I'm talked to mm-hmm. by me talking to him and introducing you to him, uh, and his doing his own thing, and then on and off, and then Mel. I didn't tell you about Mel too much, but Mel, mm-hmm. her and I did this for a while. Mornings like four years ago, three four years ago, something Got like it. that. Uh, and then that didn't work out, and I'm not getting into that. And then um, I would have co-hosts like Scarlett would come on sure. or someone come on and do the show with me. Uh, but I've never really had. Oh, and I had. Um, oh gosh, she's gonna kill me. And when I was at Freedom Freedomizer Radio, I had a co-host for like six months mm-hmm. there, and I can't remember her name for the life of me. But this goes back ten years ago. Wow, it was great. She was great. She was yeah. really, and I can't remember her name. That's horrible. But anyway, it had her too. And now you. And now me. And now you. But the difference between all of them people and you is. You're my best friend. 
You're my girlfriend. You love of my life, and you're my sister. I mean, uh, my future ex-wife. Yep. But you liked you liked that line. Oh yeah, that was that was that was that. That is what ended this. That, that, that's how this happened. That is how this happened. Was that line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pamela knows all this stuff. See, she's like, I know that. Of course she does. Of course she, because you've been a fan forever, which is awesome. Yes. Pamela is. Um, it's been, she's been a listener and a fan for a long time. Not not just this show, Freedom Revolution Network. That's fantastic. Yeah. And she's kind of like how I was when I was uh, do, uh, listening to Freedom Revolution Network. Oh. Or no, Freedomizer. There's too many freedoms. Freedom Freedomizer Radio. Oh. And that's how I got into this because I was a smart ass in the chat room. Oh, shocking. I know. Believe it or not. <laughs> and then the owner of the network's like, uh, do you want your own show? And I'm like, uh, uh Okay, because like you know, and a lot of people don't know this. For a high school, I would call it an, an elective, but I signed up for radio class in my junior year of high school. Right, and I had my third class radio telephone FCC license, and it was W. It's still around WEPS in Elgin, Illinois. That's crazy. And I was it's playing. I was a DJ, man. It was great. It was all that stuff and learning how to do the. We didn't. You could with a third class. You couldn't touch transmitter, but you could do the board. Yeah. Which I don't know what the freaking difference is, but except turning on the transmitter on and off. But it was. I don't know how many watts it was, but maybe ten miles or something. It was real low power. Yeah. But so I have that in my background, and I've always with Chicago radio. I've always had that in my blood, which I've shared some of that with you. Yes. Um, and then just one thing led to another doing this crap from the 2008 meltdown. Mm-hmm. And it seems that podcasting, uh, and stuff like this is really, really growing exponentially Yeah, with all the cast of characters, which is awesome. Um, but we've been doing this, I've been doing this for 15 years and some of these shows have been groundbreaking as far as what we talked about our opinions yes not misinformation and all this other crap we're just trying to make other people think what that's why it's called well it was called the red pill show right until some asshole tried taking my taking my identity literally not real but this and then he'd get in the chat rooms and start commenting and it would say the red pill show and i'm like wait a minute that ain't me Wow. So I caught the asshole doing it. So then now it's called the original Red Pill Show. That was like, I don't know, 12, 11, 12 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So now it's that. Yeah. And um, been through growing pains and been here and been there, been everywhere. I've been on, I've been off. Some reasons have been because I got fired. <laughs> uh, some were because I left. Uh-oh. Some because I just stopped wanted to. I wanted to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what was going on in my life, which I've shared all that with you. Oh yes. And um, yeah, so I mean, I, I enjoy doing this, and you know, the real big reason why, and we agreed on this, and you even said to me that our conversations personal make you think oh yeah yeah and that's what this that's exactly all that's all this is yeah i'm not saying and you're not saying or nobody on this network is saying this is the way you need to think and talk and this is what you need to do now but you perfectly have all your freedoms 
Yeah. As long as you don't break community standards. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. In what community? Right. Yeah. So that's where we're coming from. But um, what was wrong? Somebody's commenting. Mm-hmm. I have been on a few times uh, with you live, and I was very nervous when I was on. And I'm not reading like a dumbass because I can't read, Pamela. <laughs> and I don't need glasses. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Yep. I just can't see it. So that's right, why I'm exactly. like, I'm like, duh, duh, uh, duh, uh, duh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, she was. I've had Pamela. Yeah. Well, the, see, and that's the thing about this too. So, so I, I've been doing it. This is going to sound like egotistical or narcissistic. And I've been called worse than that. But <laughs> doing this on your own, you know, it's like singing solo. Right. It's like. That's got to be one of the hard, not to mention acapella, because you're a vocal teacher. Yes. Might as well get that out in the open. Yes. And she's teaching me how to sing, which is awesome, uh, with resonance. And that, that could be a whole show. Oh, yes. With that, with I that, uh, the mechanics of that, mm-hmm. right? Because anybody can sing, right? I think so. Yeah. As long, even if they're tone deaf. Well, yeah. I work with clients who I like can. Like Ahmed. Yeah. Hey, give me a little guitar guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right? Yep, that was so pretty. Yeah, you like that? Mm-hmm. So even even Ahmed. <laughs> Am I saying that right? <laughs> Ahmed. <laughs> yes. Can sing. Yes. So, but going back to my, so being a vocalist or even a guitar player musician, when you're soloing or even just alone, mm-hmm. solo, not a solo, solo part, but you're there all by yourself. Mm-hmm. That that's way different than playing with the band or a choir or whatever. Agree. And and this is no different. But I've been doing this since 2008, so I've learned how to do. The, I mean, some people probably would say I don't know anything or this show sucks. I don't care. But I've learned how to do this, just like you would doing a solo a cappella in front of people by rehearsing and practicing and doing it and doing it and doing it. Right. So in a lot of people, I, I mean, I love having a co-host. I love people calling in. I love the interaction of the, Oh, welcome KK. Oh, thanks Pamela. Yeah. Yeah. She's sweet. So she's cool. But uh, mo- most people are here. There's really uh, rarely any trolls that come in here. Yeah. And when they do, I, I'll sick Pamela on them. She'll block each. She can nice. Block them. Go get them. She can tell them to F off and then, you know, they can't, they can't interact. I like it. Uh, because you're always going to get those type of people. Yes, of and some of them are paid. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's like, get a life is mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. But um, I have learned to do this show solo. Right. Solo. <laughs> <laughs> this is all your fault. By oh, way. I know. I really couldn't do Java without resonance. and though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like hey, like a rocky here, you know? <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Adrian. Hey. Should I sing uh, uh it's it's weird because Rodney Dangerfield comes in just a little Oh yeah. So I, 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 I gotta <laughs> people that do voices just amaze me. You do them all the time. And then when they do when they're doing an impersonation of somebody and then the impersonated voice does an impersonation, that like um Seth, what's his name from Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. How he does it. Family yeah. guy and yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. It's like unbelievable. Um, but I could see how with practice and all that, right. you, can, you can get to that. And then, like you said, then you can sing. Because Chris Daughtry, I'm, I'm like all over right now, but Chris Daughtry, I listened to the interview. So there's this guy named Chris Lipe, L-E-I-P-E, right? L-I-E-P-E. Yeah. Yeah. Look him up on YouTube, and he's uh, ironically or coincidentally from Greeley, Colorado, which was 40 minutes from us. If that. Yeah. yeah. Half hour, depending on traffic, yeah. down 34. And he he has his own YouTube channel, and he teaches you how to sing. Uh, with a resonance. Right. And he is a huge fan of Chris Daughtry and he actually interviewed him. So cool. For like two hours. And Chris Daughtry, I didn't watch the whole thing, but Chris Daughtry, you know, so Chris Lipe goes, So how did you get to where you're at from American Idol to, you know, whatever? And um, he said, Well, it's kind of funny because I've always done voices since I was a kid doing like uh, Mel Blanc and which we die every time. Oh yes. We watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Taz and then all the other ones and you go semi Sam and, and uh, Elmer Fudd and Bugs, all of them, all right. the cast of characters. And he would try to do them. Mm-hmm. And he said that helped my singing voice, which you wouldn't think that it would, but it, it does. You tell me all the time, you know, that if you could do that, like you told me doing the queen is head voice. Right, exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. uh, Prince Charles is talking out of his ass again. <laughs> I just don't pay any attention to him. <laughs> but then there's a point where the, where my voice kicked in. So I'm on therapy or steroid therapy, whatever. Yeah. Hormones, just a joke. But um, <laughs> yeah, but Chris Daughtry said the voice is really, helped him to the singer that he is now. And and then he said with the mechanics, he wouldn't say resonance, but with the mechanics and how to sing and with all that, then that's, that's his singing style now. Right. Which it's all mind fuckery <laughs> and it's all enough to drive you crazy because what you're doing when you're learning how to sing like this with resonance is you're re- rewiring your brain, which they say you cannot do, which you can do. Oh, there's another yes. argument of a red pill. Th- Tell me you're full of shit. You can't do that. Uh, y- yes, you can. You can rewire your brain. I don't know to the point where, God forbid, you have a severe injury like a, a quadriplegic or or whatever. I'm not saying that far. Although there are documented stories where somebody was diagnosed with cancer and they just thought it to be gone and it vanished yeah so i don't know exactly what that is but it is entirely possible and she's telling me in the beginning you know she goes just do this you know oh my god fran dresser oh my god (laughs) maybe you can sing i'm like what the fuck are you doing yeah i'm like i can't do that and then you know, chest, uh, chest resonance and forward and head and mixed and all this stuff. And it's amazing the sound that comes out of your, I don't really want to say your mouth. Your face. Your face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's just amazing stuff. So it is. I, if y'all want to sing, and I think everybody really at one point in their life 
or continuously would just like to sing. Of course. Whether it's in church or in the shower or whatever. I mean, you don't want to sound like a, a screaming cat that's getting, you know, I don't need, I'm going to be careful what I say, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. A screeching, howling cat. Right. When you could actually carry a tune. Yes. And I'm telling y'all that you can. There it is. See? Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it eight, nine months. Yeah. And it still drives me crazy because I can't do exactly on command by doing it naturally. Whoa! Just about lost the mic. Like, I got to get a new mic. Mm-hmm. Or a new stand. I got to get a new stand. But you can do it um, if you're just patient. And you practice. Yeah. I mean, I've been practicing not every day, but sometimes I've been practicing in my van because I drive for a living uh, going from point A to point B. And I have a microphone and, a, and an amp in my um, truck. And I'll, I could practice for up to two hours a day. And I was, and I still do. Which is why it's taken eight or nine months where it might take a lot longer. Yeah. Because you have the time. Well, because I, I'm one of those people that I'm <laughs> figuring this shit out. Uh, yeah, that's the other you thing. Know, <laughs> tell me I can't do something and I'm going to prove you wrong. But not, not to prove you wrong, but to prove that I can do it for right. myself. Absolutely. Like the show. But going back to that, <laughs> so the whole solo thing, and then people are like, well, I want to I do a show. They've said this to me in the past. And I'm like, okay, we'll do it. Well, what do I say? What do I talk about? What? Do, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, when we came out here now, is there a script anywhere? No. Did we say we're going to talk about this, this, and this? Oh, God, no. See? So this is all spontaneous. And what I'm talking about now, I didn't even plan on talking about. Nope. But, of course, with feedback from the um, chat room, yes. the chat room kind of puts you in directions uh, if you pay attention to it and you read it. Uh, if you don't and you continue what you want to talk about as a host and a co-host and people calling in or have a guest, that chat room takes its own identity and direction. They'll be talking about fucking cookie recipes and shit in there. And you're not even talking about that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not complaining <laughs> at all. I'm just saying. Yeah. But people, the point of it is people will go, well, what do I talk about? I'm like, I don't, what do you want to talk about? Well, I don't offend anybody. Well, then don't do a show because you're going to offend people whether you intend to or not. A thousand percent. Your Their perception's not your responsibility. But if you're blatantly saying, well, I hate black people, well, you know, that could be a problem. Uh, yes. Yeah. But, but that's not, you know, don't be that blatant. Because number one, that's racism. Number two, don't. That's not going to fix anything. And number three, you're an asshole if you don't like a person because of the color of their skin, yeah, or their beliefs, or gender, or all this other crap. And I don't mean crap, but all this other stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Vaccinated, unvaccinated, all this division. Democrats, Republicans. Because like I told you this year, come on, listen up, guys. I'm going to tell you something. 2024 is going to make 2020 look like a picnic. And I encourage you to get ready for that in in the most important way, and that's spiritually. Yes. Not align with your party, not hang out in tribalism with your friends, not even hang in this network or anything like that. You better get close to God and know what's right and, and get close to family if you still have a family. And uh, you and I are kind of weak in that department, but we got each other. 
<laughs> we are a family. Yeah, we are. Me, you, you me, and dog. dog. <laughs> Maya, (laughs) but yeah, that, that you better, you better get ready spiritually because this is going to be a test that you have never seen or experienced in your life. And that's just my prediction, my opinion. And it's not, you know, I'm not decreeing anything because I'm king of the world. I don't want to be king of the world, but I'm just saying, I see trends and I things, see things coming and it's really doesn't take a lot of energy or you know, any type of um, deep thought to see what's coming because it's going to repeat what happened four years ago. And then some. Times 10, at least. Yeah. And we're already starting to see it already. I, when the two dingbats, Newsom, and I'm not getting into politics, but Newsom and DeSantis were doing their debate. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. So that was, I think, December 1st or the last day of November. Mm-hmm. So I said, this is the day. Yep. You declared it. That everything's going to go batshit crazy yes. with those two people. And I like DeSantis. I don't like Newsom, but I'm not getting into politics. But that that just shows the level yes. of the insanity uh, at the kindergarten level that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's not going to take, doesn't take a genius or anybody with the, no offense, a degree in sociology, psychology, uh, business management, political science. It, it, does, it doesn't take that. Right. It, all it takes is you looking at it openly and going, I don't care what your affiliation is. Just being a human, neutral, or take a five-year-old and go, hey, Johnny or Susie, Okay, this is what's going on. What's right or what's wrong? And and you'll get your answer. Yeah. And, and that that's what I'm seeing. And it's like, so this was four years ago, which was just a total shit show. And now, since it didn't go their way because they just wanted to get rid of Mr. T, let's just call him that because I don't want to get into this because I say the word people, oh, no, I don't want to talk about it, uh, try, to try to get Mr. rid of Mr. T, and they haven't, so now they're really going to do their best to do it. And I think it's obvious. I would say that. Yeah. Regardless of what you think of them. Right, absolutely. It, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. So, And anybody that gets in their way, they're going to get rid of them too. That seems pretty Usually political character mm-hmm. assassination. I don't mean bang, bang, say I mean just attack their character where they really don't have a choice but to get out. And that's just that's just like one page of this crazy book that's coming. Yeah. So, and here's something that I didn't want to I didn't make a point to talk about this, but we're see how the conversation just goes, you know, and dominoes fall and one thing leads to another, but I've never really come on here except if something really concerns me that I'm going to make a point to talk about. But people have said, well, I can't go on there and talk. What am I going to say? I'm going to say, say whatever you want. You know, it, there's nothing wrong with giving your opinion on something. Right. As long as you're not threatening and defamation of character and, you know, all the stuff that you know better not to say. I mean, if you're going to be an asshole, be a nice asshole. You know what I'm saying? There it is. Yeah. So that's my advice. (laughs) And when you go on, what will eventually happen is it'll just, 
it'll just naturally come on. But you got to work just like a vocalist. You have to work on your, when you listen to some of my shows, you said you really liked my voice. My voice is not where it should be now because I've been sick. And so have you Yeah. for the past month with this freaking strep throat. Exactly. Well, we couldn't even talk, let alone sing, mm-hmm. let alone do this. No. But what I would say to people, if you want to do this, are they talking? Okay, I'll, I'll read the chat room in a minute. If you're going to do this, you have to work on your voice. You have to work on your inflections. You have, the best advice I heard a long time ago, it, nobody likes hearing their own voice unless you're just so much in love your, with yourself that you stand in front of the mirror and you talk to yourself like, oh, my God. What a sexy bitch. And I love your voice. Uh, and people don't like their voice. <laughs> they don't. When I recorded it when I was a kid and a cassette player, and we've talked about this, because what you hear in your head and what you hear auditorily through your ears is not the same. Not even close. And I'm like, I don't I don't like my voice. Right. What? That's not me. Yeah. But what else I can encourage you, and I heard this by some lady that was coaching people to do, to get on a radio or talk or public whatever public speaking mm-hmm. ted talks whatever drop your voice a note mm-hmm. and it's like okay but what does that mean it's like just you'll figure it out just drop it a note so like quit talking like this and go like this now is that a note i don't fucking know but but whatever a note is in your head and you'll you'll figure that out and i don't think you have to get as low as um Barry, what's Barry White? Barry White. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's going on there, baby? You know, or Demi Moore down <laughs> that low. Right. But you'll find, you'll find your voice. Yeah. And then that's the inflection. And you'll learn how to communicate, which is not only do you learn when to talk, but you need to shut up and listen. When you interrupt people or have a, a thought that you got to get out before the person's talking, you're not listening. You're already coming up with the answer and a person's not even done talking. So it comes up, becomes a pissing match. Or if you get a round table with people like me, everybody wants to jump on the mic right away and it's a nightmare. And I, I just get more quiet. I just sit and listen. Tim, you're still there. I'm just listening. Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. But you, but you'll learn. I, and it's really important to have uh, a mixer like we got. Right. With a, uh, a two-band equalizer is fine to kick your lows up and your highs a little bit and um, have an excellent microphone. Yes. It's just kind of like singing. Preferably one that doesn't fall. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Shh. You're talking behind the scenes here. Shh. Yeah, but like a, a SM78, right? Is that what right. uh, Mike, what's the one? 58. Yeah, that's. That's SM50. more of a vocal. No, I'm saying yeah. like a singer. Right. You need like an SM58 Absolutely. or whatever. Yep. Or for this, you could use a Sure mm-hmm. SM7B. You can use that for singing too because Michael Jackson used it for right. Thriller. Yep. This is a high LPR 40. I don't know what yours is, but yours sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. But if anybody knows about mics, it's you because you're a vocalist. Yeah. But you just can't take a piece of shit mic or talk through the phone and expect to engage people. Yeah. Do you want to look at the radio or whatever these people are listening to and go, "Ooh, wow! I like, I like that voice. Mm-hmm. I like the cadence. Mm-hmm. I like what they're talking about. I don't like what they're talking about." But you have to. In, this is about engagement. 
Right. If I just came on here, blah, 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 fuck you, Tim. This is boring. It sucks. Because I wouldn't want to listen to that. Sure. But do I want to hear the extreme of somebody ranting and yelling and swearing and, you know, telling you what you should do? And if you're you're not this, then you're that. And I, I don't want to hear that either. Right. I don't want to see it. I hear a ranting lunatic. No, no one wants to hear that. But nobody on this network is. I no. mean, some people have been. I mean, it, but for the most part, they're gone. And that's not what this is about. But to my point, again, doing this solo takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of self-criticism. And I'll pull up shows from way back from Blog Talk Radio, from Freedom Freedom Measure Radio, and I'll go, oh, my God, this is horrible. (laughs) This is horrible. Just like I recorded myself singing, which you recommend to your students. Always. Record yourself, and you play it back, and you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> There's no way I could sing <laughs> from your throat, which you don't sing from your throat, but that's what people do. Well, right, of course. So you learn that's not how you sing. Right. And if you do sing from your throat, it ain't going to last very long. Just listen to David Lee Roth, no offense. Yeah. That's a throat singer that destroyed his throat. Yes. His vocal cords. Correct. And you can't do, you can do that because that's how we're taught. Well, yeah, innately yes. and you know sure learn to talk you know you're, you're talking when you're screaming your head off when you're a little baby right from your throat but you're not taught where these there's resident cavities are in in even what it is right which has helped how my voice in a lot of ways because i'm kind of resonating right now oh yeah you are. And that's where you get these deep tone guys. It's not necessarily, they have a really deep voice like this. Hey, man, what's going on there, baby? Yeah. There's Barry. See? see? Yeah, man. Yeah. What's, what's some of the songs? <laughs> <laughs> so I just buy a pair of wet prison. Just give me some chicken wings and watermelon. Oh, and my go. God. Let's just go right now. Yeah. This is my life. <laughs> That's all. And, and, and all, well, it's your fault. So I'm just <laughs> blaming it on you. So if you have any complaints, just email KK. Yep, there it is. But but my resonance has taught me it's, to even go. Yeah. To go even into that when I didn't even understand that. That's right. Because it's all chest resonance. So my my chest is actually vibrating. Yeah. And then when that starts happening, other things do. Right. And then you can get that into your. Well, the top of your throat. I don't want to get too much into this, but from there, uh, your forward face, right? Which Eddie Vedder excels at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's like going like this? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And um, Chris Cornell, right? Which is just a mastery mixed fry thing, and then head voice, right? Which is your higher. I would say, what are you a soprano? What do you call it? A mezzo soprano. Mezzo soprano. Mm-hmm. Um, just put it this way, any singer, male or female that knocks it out of the park is singing with resonance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I would say. And still around after 20, 30 years. <laughs> yeah. And still, it, of course, don't have the same voice, but it's not fried because of using their vocal cords. Right. It's, you it's, know, like resonance is like the, the um thing from the monks, the um, <laughs> 
right? <laughs> Tibetan throat singing. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> and when you get it, you got it. Yeah. But but then you'll go, well, how the fuck did I do? <laughs> what did I just do? You know? And then right. when you do the, when I was going to the face and then the head, which I just recently, because of Kelly Clarkson, mm-hmm. uh, with your help too, coaching, but I'm just saying, you just can't, it's like me teaching you the guitar. Just play this. I can't. I'm not you. I can't play that yet. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's a learning curve. It's Absolutely. rewiring the brain. Yeah. And then you finally get to head. And like you said, well, when you do do the queen, you're using your head voice. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Thank you very much. And my son is a complete asshole. <laughs> Can I get a cup of tea, please? So there, there, you know, and then if you can learn to sing. And then for, face four. So anyway, it, it it's just, and I and I'm bringing this up because it that falls into using your voice. Yes. And like I said, like when you hear a rich voice, male or real sexy female, mm-hmm. of course you get this optic of like, oh my god, I bet you they're hotter than shit. And it's like, no, that's because why they're on radio because they don't look anything the way they sound. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, it's it is. Otherwise, they'd be on TV and they'd be an actor. Or they'd be whatever. Most DJs, most not all, like don't believe don't belong on TV because they've they've worked and trained their voice and they probably even went to school. I don't know if they went to resonance, but they went to broadcasting school. Oh, sure. Because I looked into it when I lived in Phoenix in 1988, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm tired of doing what I'm doing. I want to get into radio, man. <laughs> and it, it and. I don't know if they teach resonance, but when you hear a deep voiced guy like that, I can't talk like that all the time. It drives me nuts. I mean, I'm hitting resonance now on that, and I'm down a note or two, like like I've always done my show, right? Um, and I, like I said, I'm hitting resonance, but I had no idea what the hell that was. Yeah, because I just thought it was because when you listen to my show. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, if you could sing like you do your voice, right. broadcast voice, exactly. holy shit. Yep. I'm exactly. like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Yep. And now I know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. which is very hard to do <laughs> when you don't know what the hell you're doing or what it, 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 you can't. It's like learning another language. Like you said earlier, reading music, you know, it's learning something new. And you don't know what the hell you're doing because you don't know what it is, especially when it's mechanical or mechanics of a certain way of doing it. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And you can belt out anything like it's nothing and it's crazy. All right. So what are you guys saying? So the whole gist of that was, is that people have said to me, well, I want to do my own show. I was like, great. You know, do it. What do I say? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. You'll figure it out. Yeah. And Critique yourself. Right. And be honest. You know, that show sucked. I sound like shit. (laughs) And try to improve your voice, but a microphone isn't going to make your voice better. It's going to make your voice worse if it's bad. The only thing that might make your voice better is a little more low end, which I use on mine. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a tenor mid-range and I don't have a lot of low end unless, of course, I go down and very wide again. Like, hey, what's going on? But I'm not going to sit here and fucking talk like this all the time, bitch. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Well, that's the black part. That's the black, the black version. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, throw a little ghetto slang in there, you know. Well, yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, an EQ is nice. Right. So you don't have to strain yourself until you learn to drop a note and use some resonance or whatever. But, but here's the thing. Why well, need someone to do the show with me? You know, you can't have harmony through a whole song. Right. You're eventually going to have to be out there and sing on your own. You're going to have to be out there doing a show. What's nice about having a co-host is you can bounce things off of each other. I guess actors do that when yeah, they're doing a scene. Of course. They bounce things off of each other, mm -hmm. which I kind of understand now, but I'm not an actor, so I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Right. But yeah, but you but you got to have chemistry. Yeah. Which obviously we do. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. And the shit we talk about is just fascinating. It is. Um, and I would say it's even less of um, intense subjects. This is less of intense subjects than what we talk about. Oh, yeah. But there's no problem talking about it. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, too. I mean, you just you got to find a partner that not even necessarily agrees with you. Because right. we don't agree on a lot of stuff, but we agree to disagree. And then the whole, well, why is it like that? And why don't ask why, ask why not. You know, yeah. I know you can't stand Trump and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I agree with you because as a person, I'm not crazy about him either. Yeah, that's. Uh, there's no argument there. Right. But there is a case to say that he did a lot of good things as far as being the president. But, you know, he probably did that because he he had all this power and almost absolute power into a point absolute power corrupts. So there are some things that weren't so nice either. Well, yeah, sure. And comments and behavior. But, you know, you, you can't take uh, the trailer park out of the boy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's always going to be like that. Sure. That's him. So you either accept him for who he is mm -hmm. in the position that he's in. Yes. Or you don't. Right. But to come on here, oh, well, you know, I, I'm not going to be a Trumper and, and Trump, 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 Trump. You know, and right. I'm not going to slam Biden either. Well, that's, I mean, I think. I'm not, not going to do that. Well, and I think that's the, the agreement that you and I came to. Yeah. Or not even agreement, but that we recognize and understanding yeah. that we are both so totally in the middle. <laughs> we can see. Right. The positives and negatives of both sides without having to fall into any one place. Right. And that's a thing of beauty. Right. And yeah. in you lean left and I lean right, right? Exactly. But we've learned to come to a middle. Because well, I'm yeah. from Illinois and it's the most freaking blue state besides Colorado. I know. And the other, you know, whatever, what yeah. other ones that are blue. Oregon. But I don't necessarily not agree with some of that stuff. Right. I mean, if somebody's hard on down and hard on their luck and they're homeless and they need help, you don't be an asshole Republican and go, well, go get another job. Right. Really? Yeah. I've been doing this. I'll just use me. I've been doing this for 40 years and I'm having a hard time paying my fucking bills. Sorry. And you're going to tell me that or I lose my job and I end up, I mean, we're all three pay paychecks away from the street. Right. So I get out thrown in the street and I go to my government, which I would never do, but I would go to my government and ask for help. Right. And then, oh, go get another job or go get two jobs, get three jobs. Right. Okay. I'm single. I guess I can do that, asshole, but I need help. Right. So when it comes to society and homeless people and starving to death, I don't think there's very much compassion or empathy or sympathy saying, go get a job or go get another job. Right. You probably lost your job for a lot of reasons or everything you own like me because of a real bad divorce. 
So whose fault is that? And you're telling me the way to fix this, go get another job? Yeah. But then on the other hand, I don't believe everybody asking for handouts for whatever reasons whatsoever. But at least one pot, one time, and you, you dealt with this for a long time, but at least one time in your life, depending if it's a day or 18 years, you're going to have trouble making it. Yeah. And asking for assistance, saying, look, I ain't making it. Yeah. I need some fucking help here. Well, and I mean, in my case, all I needed help with was ensuring my family. You know, that was my, that was my issue. I wasn't asking for any other kind of assistance, but mm -hmm. that was that, there's that weird balance thing again that we've talked about a few times now. Right. But, just right. That. but you and I have talked about it. And in the beginning, it, you know, you were this and I was that, and we still are, you know, but, but we've come more to center oh and my gosh, yeah. I've seen it from your side and I've seen it from my side. Yeah. And vice versa. But you've seen it from my side yes. and you even said, yes, this makes me think exactly. and go, you know, maybe it isn't like, we're not going to get into it, but like the vaccinations. Right. It's like, whoa. Yeah, absolutely. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All I'm saying is not only uh, do I want you or anybody that's listening to me right now or us, mm -hmm. at least listen to what we're saying yes. and step back and go, huh? Yes. Whoa. What the fuck is the Nuremberg Code? Right. Yeah. What is the Nuremberg Code? Right. Well, I never heard of that. Well, mm -hmm. you should. You should do your homework on it. But I'm not going to tell you to do it. Or all these assholes violated the Nuremberg Code all the way to the top. Right. And the penalty is death if found guilty. And I read all the 10 guidelines to you today, and these assholes violated every single one of them. Yes. Uh-huh. Not to mention all the other stuff that is all connected, you know, and so the issues surrounding these quote-unquote vaccinations, which we called out in the beginning. I did, Alicia did, and a lot of other people yeah. did. Right. And we were all fucking nuts. And they're starting, according to people, and they're pulling some of my old episodes right. from this network and YouTube right. that are three years old for medical misinformation. We weren't saying any medical information, number one. We don't know what we're talking about. We're not doctors. So it was all hypothesis. Nobody knew what was going on, not even the freaking government right. or the medical industry, the medical sector doctors or they did depending on what you believe in or what you think which is for you to decide that that's even scarier if they did know what was going on but let's just say the benefit of the doubt they didn't they didn't the government didn't the chinese didn't i didn't you didn't nobody knew so all we're doing is just throwing around these hypotheses of uh, whatever or your bullshit detector coming out go wait a minute wait 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 election year you know you want to get rid of trump it came from china you want to lock it all down there's no person on the planet as a president of the united states that could have managed that period and look what it look what it did and then look what it did allegedly to people and look what it did to the economy on a global scale right so and that's kind of all we said we just said this is this doesn't sound right this is bullshit oh it's medical disinformation or whatever and you heard, um, her and I'm Scarlett's name. I don't right. like, she don't like her real name. Yeah. Uh, they just took one of her episodes off from three years ago. Right. And she made that point. It's like we didn't even we didn't even know what the fuck was going on. How can that be medical misinformation or disinformation or whatever? Right. 
So, and then I'm going to jump to the chat room here. We got to be up eight o'clock because Red's coming on. So we got what, another hour, hour, what is that? Seven or eight? Mm-hmm. So you got 15 more minutes because Red's coming on her show. Right. Um, which I hope she does the moon news. I'm jumping everywhere. The moon news. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, we were. I, that was so eerily accurate back last February. And then the next month I met you. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? It was about romance and this and all that relationship <laughs> crap. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I've been single for ever yeah right <laughs> boom here i am yeah so anyway it's great the moves and you know the lady that she was trained with. not you don't know her but you know of her oh absolutely because scarlet brought her name up i'm like i don't fucking know this but you yeah. knew right away. oh right away yeah right yes. what's her name doreen virtue yeah see mm-hmm. i don't know who that is mm-hmm. so my my thing to get off of this is that if people want to do this you're going to have to do it on your own and then once you can do it on your own to some satisfaction and get some attraction and reaction and engagement, uh, you really can't have a co-host. That's just my opinion. Hmm. You can, but I, I wouldn't suggest it. I would learn how to do this solo. Sure. And then it makes it a breeze doing it with somebody else. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And people go, well, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, okay, <laughs> hi, this is the Red Pill Show. Now I'm Rocky, kind of, except real soft and uh, higher. And, uh, yeah, did you see what happened on the news today? And then people would just read news articles. Right. You know? but, but they're trying to find their way. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not making fun of them or dissing them. It's just that I think you got to do this for probably at minimum a year to maybe five years before you finally – Oh, this is my shtick now. Just like your voice. Yes. You know, you're telling me I, I'm getting or I have my singing voice right. like I do. Like that type of thing. Yeah. I can try to sing like somebody else. That's not me. But you fake it till you make it. And then you pick up little things from singers that you use for your technique or voice to have your voice. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. You do little things that work and don't work or whatever and fine tune your your radio personality whatever this is and then you find somebody that like hey i want to do my own show and i recommend people be a co-host first sure because then you get to like oh shit this ain't as easy it it sounds or when you're listening to this because i could talk about nothing for four hours (laughs) it's not a problem (laughs) oh i know That's why I don't even put titles on the show or episodes because <laughs> I really have no idea what I'm going to say. Right. And sometimes when I do say stuff, I'm like that's pretty fucked up, or I didn't, or I didn't mean to say it that way. Right. So you got to be careful in how you phrase things. Yes. Because you could say it one way and it's not what you meant. Right. And you're like, oh shit! But this show is live and unedited. Right. So that's even more. It's like Saturday Night Live, almost literally. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's no turning back. I mean, you fuck up. You break character, that's the way it is, which I think makes it better. I do too. Like we were talking about Tim Conway and <laughs> Harvey Corman, and Harvey <laughs> Corman could not not break character by laughing his ass off. Yes. Working with Tim Conway, which goes way back as we were watching Pluto, but yeah, just channel surfing. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I think someone should be a co-host. And then, you know, then you can have your own show. But I encourage you to do your own show alone. Just to see how easy this is, really is, and then get a co-host. Yeah, that would be that would be what I would do, and I, and I kind of did that 
when Proof asked me to do it, I would come on as a co-host with him. Right. And Renee was her name. My mm-hmm. first co-host was Renee. She's she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Funnier and shit. Just really, <laughs> really, you know, a good time. Um, a little absent mind and a little quirky, which I love. And it just added to the, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, she would make some comments like, <laughs> oh, well, don't you get it? And ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, no, nah, nah, not really. <laughs> but, but there was some real, really good chemistry in that, oh, too. I'm sure. I never met her in my life. Yeah. I met her through uh, Freedomizer Radio. And oh, yeah. We did it for quite a while. That's cool. And then my life turned upside down, and then I couldn't do it anymore. Right. But I do encourage that. If you really want to do this, do it, but do it with a co-host. And then do it with yourself or do shows and record them like on Audacity and don't publish them and see see what you're hearing. Right. You know? And I'm going to promise you nine times out of ten in the beginning, you go, that fucking sucks. <laughs> it's just like saying. Because uh, I did. Well, yeah. And sometimes I still listen to these shows and I go, that, that sucks. Not anymore as much. I don't really care. Right. But I do listen to the show to make sure that it sounded good, the sound was good, and actually, if we got our point across, if there was any, to to make sure that that was conveyed in the yeah. show. Yeah. So I'll listen to it for like, not censorship or what, but review, like review. Yeah. And very rarely, I'm like, oh, that was horrible. I mean, that was stupid. That sucked. I, that really hasn't happened in a long time, but it did a lot in the beginning. It was horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. And you got to have a niche or a platform. Like this is the original Red Pill show. Right. And all it is is just think different. Think out of the box. Yes. About everything. Yes. Not just about the bullshit that's going on out in the world, but everything. Everything we're taught, indoctrination, from the time you came out of the womb to present day to maybe in the, like for instance, I didn't know, uh, and really pisses me off, with um, Social Security. I thought I was dumb because that's what I was taught. That money comes out of my check since I, they I started working, and that's in the savings account for me. That's, that's not how it works. Right. They take it out, and they give it to the asshole behind you, and then they tax them as income. And then when you retire, the people that are still working, that money that comes out of their check for Social Security pays you, and you pay taxes on that as income. That is the biggest crack of shit I, I've ever heard in my life. But that's not what we were taught. I wasn't taught that. No. It's like, oh, just Social Security so you can retire uh, within some reasonable means. Oh, that's great. So it's a for savings account. Right. No, it's not. I know. Right. Yeah, that's what we were taught. I'm like, that's the biggest crack of shit. That's the biggest shell game, uh, slick salesman stuff I've ever heard. Yes. It needs to change. But see, this is just my opinion. Right. Because you took that out of my check, that's a tax. So when I go collect it, you should give me my money back because it's a quote unquote savings account. So I can survive in my golden years or whenever I decide to retire, which ain't that fucking far away. But no, we're going to, your money's spent already on the asshole that retired before you. They never taught me that. Right. And I was only looking into this not that long ago because, you know, I'm getting closer to that. Right. So I'm like, okay, what is it about? When can I take it? When when is is the soonest I can take it age wise? And when can I when's the last I can take it before you're fucking dead? Cause too many stories are, well, oh, Tim retired, he was dead in two years. 
Yeah. Which you are telling me is not going to happen, but I mean, it's like, well, no, you got 40 left. Yeah. You say I'm going to 100. You're going to 100. I'll say 80. We'll see what the big guy upstairs says. But too many times I've heard, well, just wait, wait, and wait, or God forbid you get terminally ill and all those plans you had in the sailboat and all the shit, uh, you're dead in a year. Sure. So it, it's just all mind fuckery again. <laughs> yes. You know, just tell me that's what you're doing. Just on a, a need to know basis. Don't tell me in school, in high school, that, well, Social Security is for this so you can make it when you retire and that comes out of your check and that's your money when you when you retire. That's, that's bullshit because that's not what it is. And that's like this show. Yes. This, this is do your homework because I've said stuff and people are like, you're just fucking crazy. And it's, and I'm going to say some stuff tonight and people are going to say that. And, and you mark my words, it's going to happen some way, somehow. Not exactly, but it's going to happen. I agree. Because I've been doing this so long and doing my homework and looking at all these different sources and well, what's your fact? What's a fact checker? Yeah, the people that give you the facts and the science are the assholes that are behind all this stuff, whoever they are. Like the t Not that the teachers are behind it because my daughter's a teacher. I'm not saying the teachers are in on this stuff. You know, They're only teaching the curriculum that they're supposed to. Right. But where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to question all that stuff like Mulder. Trust no one right. from X-Files. You know, exactly. I thought that was ridiculous. You know, that guy's just an asshole. He's paranoid. Not so much anymore. No. I, I mean, like, really look into and forget, not from a political sense or sight from those lenses, from a humanitarian. Right. I go, wait a minute. I've been busting my ass since I was 16 years old. And I'm going to retire soon. Not soon, soon, but soon. Five, ten years. I'm going to get a whopping $3,000 a month, which is a lot from what I'm hearing from other compared to other people. Oh, yeah. Well, I only get 1500 But I paid the max for for over 20 years then. Right. Because once I, I made over 110000 or something, you don't pay it anymore. Right. So I max a fucker out for 20 years on top of working from when I was 16. Right. So you mean to tell me I bust my fucking ass since I was 16 years old and I'm going to get a whopping 3000 3500 bucks, which you're going to tax me on? And that's in those dollars today? So you got to put 20% or 100% of inflation every 20 years. Right. So that money is now worth less than it was back then when you took it out. So I still can't afford to live. Right. See, but they don't tell you that either. No, they don't. So that, that was this, the whole meltdown in 2008 is what made me wake up and being lied to from the banks and just don't pay your mortgage. And then they marked my credit and said, we can't help you. It's like you motherfuckers. And why did Goldman or uh, Lehman Brothers go out and Goldman Sachs didn't and all that bullshit and find out what really truly happened. And I was not a happy camper. You did your homework. I did my homework mm -hmm. because I got fucked like a lot of other people. Yes. But why did some people get fucked and some other people didn't? Because you're not in the club. And then one of the guys that fixed it, fixed it and paid himself $200 million and was the cause of the problem or part of it. 
So it's like, well, let me break it and I'll fix it. But you got to pay me. You got to pay me. That's that's a nice benefit as we all lose our houses and our jobs. Oh, yeah. In our retirement, half of our retirement right? from the meltdown. So that's where I came from. Like, I need to know what the hell's going on because I still have time to figure it out and protect myself. And if people want to listen, great. If they don't, great. It's it's not going to affect me, but it but I'm going to be very sad when I see, and I'll never say I told you so, like you and I are investing into crypto. Right. And look what's happened with you yeah. in this very short time. Yeah. And I'll get too, t- too detailed on this. Right. And I'm like, yeah, uh, but people won't do it because for whatever reasons. Right. That's a scam. It's a pyramid scam. The whole monetary system with the um, fiat money is a pyramid system. It They got to keep printing or it's going to all fall apart. Yeah. So they got to keep getting new pyramid people in it to keep the pyramid going, which is printing a bajillion gazillion dollars. Right. So you're in a pyramid scheme, but you just you need to learn that. But then you say something like that or you're crazy. Well, you know what? You, you can... You can judge me and call me names and do whatever you want, but I just make me the sacrificial lamb. I don't care. Do your homework. And then I don't want you coming back and going, Timmy, we're right. This ain't a, you, you know this. I don't want to be right. No, you don't. I do not want to be right. Nope. But if you're standing in the street and I see a truck coming, I go, KK, I'm going to get out of the street. You better, too, because there's a truck coming. You don't see the truck. Oh, that's funny, Tim. Ha, ha, you're crazy. Okay, well, I tried. I would grab you, of course, and well, get you yeah, out of the way. But, but <laughs> I would just step to the side and smush goes KK. Right. Right. And that breaks my heart. Yeah. So if I didn't care, I wouldn't be saying anything. And people that do this care. But, again, for engagement and attraction and fan base, I, I just can't come on here and go, well, <laughs> listen, guys, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is what I found. And you should read The Creature from Jekyll Island by G. Edward Griffin. And you'll see where I'm coming from. And uh, you better read it or you're going to be fucked. And I, I don't even say that because that's not the whole. Right. That wouldn't be my persona on the air. Mm-hmm. That's why I like getting people's attention by being an asshole <laughs> or by saying inappropriate stuff yep. or whatever. You know, but as I've said to people, like you're so quiet in person. And you know, you know this when you first met me. I wasn't like, hey, look at me, and I'm drunk and I'm dancing on tables, and you know, and you should do this and that. I, I'm very quiet, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a knee is what I'm trying to no, say. My point is that the Well no, not now. Not now. It's way different because right. I'm very comfortable around you now. So well, I pretty yeah. much can say and do anything. Absolutely. And not worry about it. Right. You know. Plus I make you laugh. A lot. And that's most of it anyway. I know. That's my intention. Yes. Put humor in uh, things whenever I can. Yes. Whether it's inappropriate or not. Yeah. Or in bad taste, which there's very few of those, but it happens. Not all <laughs> jokes are funny. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's all that. So what the hell are you guys saying? Seth Myers is a voice actor. Okay. 
I see that. I'm hot. I got to take the sweatshirt off. Um, Newsom crushed meatball Don. This is Pam. Uh-huh. Guess what she is? So I am. <laughs> Newsom crushed meatball Ron DeSantis in the dirt. Ron was only repeating the same narrative over and over. So mm-hmm. guess who she's? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Absolutely. Pamela and I've had our differences and stuff. Absolutely. But it's like that doesn't mean I hate her, which I hate that word, which is redundant. Mm-hmm. Hate, hate is not hate. Hate's like racism. Oh, it's you just you're not a very good human if you hate things because someone doesn't see the same things the way you do. Or the same color or culture or religion or whatever. Well, and that's, I mean, as we've talked about numerous times, that is why the system is set up the way it is to keep us divided. Yeah. To keep us oh, absolutely. not liking each absolutely. other. Um, no worries. I know his equipment. Who's that? Who's equipment? See, I, this is why I don't like this because if I don't stay in real time, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whose equipment, Pamela. I remember you mentioned that in your previous show. Yeah, see, I don't know what the hell that is either because I'm not, You're not paying attention, paying attention. <laughs> to the stupid chat room. Like, what are you talking about? Um, oh, about the Nuremberg Code. Oh, right. Oh, okay. See, she, she was sweet enough to. Thank goodness. Thank yeah, you, Pamela. Say what the hell she's talking yeah. about. Because I, I much appreciated. I, I cannot pay attention to this because it's too big of a distraction. Right. Absolutely. So I can't go on my rants and be an asshole and say what I'm saying. And pay attention to that because right. that's an interruption. That's right. a distraction interruption. Mm-hmm. So I'll get to that when I get to it. Right. So I thought at one time, um, like Scarlett and, and uh, um, Red were doing a show the other night interviewing that guy. Yeah. And I thought they were ignoring the chat room but they because they weren't commenting on it. Right. But they weren't looking at it. Right. And I have to remember that. Right. And it's like. They're not saying, "Oh, fuck Tim and everybody else in the chat room." We don't. We're not going to say nothing. They're they're not looking at it because they're they're engaged in their interview. Yes, they're staying focused. Yeah, it's like why are they why are they ignore me. Right. But that that's what one would think when they're in this chat. Sure. Like, how come Tim's not responding to me? Because I'm not looking at it. Right. And if I do look at it, then I'll I'll jump into that and then I'll forget what I was talking about, or I won't go back to it. It's like, wait a minute, you know, this guy talks about stuff and then leaves you hanging, doesn't complete his point or what he's saying, or if I, even if I have a point. So the, the, the chat room's a double-edged sword. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the biggest one that throws out medical misinformation is MTG out there. Mm-hmm. There you go. From Colorado. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Oh, that's, that. oh that's what's no, her that's name. Laura. That's the other one. Let's don't Never yeah, mind. We, we don't she who uh, shall not be named. Red gypsy, she goes down the rabbit hole further than you, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she does. But mm-hmm. but I, I I pick what rabbit holes and how far I go. Right, of course. So believe me, I've gone very deep into I met Alice in Wonderland herself and the Mad Hatter. Yeah. I mean, I don't like going there. Right. Because that's when you start going a little bit cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yes. And then you go down so far that nobody's going to, A, want to talk to you, or B, think you're sane. Right. And I, I dove down into that when I started getting into this stuff, because first you're in denial, and then you start looking into it, and then you get pissed. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just that normal you know, phase of, of emotions and human behavior, you know, denial, 
anger, acceptance, and then moving on or whatever the final mm-hmm. one is, you know. Acceptance. Healing, acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the acceptance level and this stuff, it's like, yeah, I can pick A, B, C, or D, and I can pick how many feet I'm going down that rabbit hole. So I can I can pick my battles. Sure. But when you're first doing doing this stuff, you just it's hook, line, and sinker, man. You're just like, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, crawl before you run. I'm on SSDI. What's that? That's the social security disability. Social security disability. Yeah. Mm. For a reason. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not because she wants to scam the system or, or, or be a slacker and work and get paid for doing nothing. Right. I'm sure there's a really good reason, obviously, obviously, but that doesn't, well, Pam, just go get a job. You know, that, that's just <laughs> an insensitive asshole thing to say. Very inhumane, inhumane. And I, I, I'll get pissed about this. This is a very touchy subject with me. People can't work for a reason, whether it's mental, physical, or whatever. That doesn't mean you throw them out in the streets and tell them to go get a job or go get another job. Agreed. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that. Right. At all. No. You can't work for a reason. Yeah. Regardless if it meets the requirements of the state government or whatever, whoever's paying her. To get that check to make those qualifications. You know, as well as I, we've talked about it before. And, and it, it, as long as you're dirt poor, you'll get help. But you start making a little bit of money. Oh, you make too much money. $30,000 is too much fucking money? Well, that's what that's what I was saying earlier is that really? that was my battle. That I It was like I made too much money to qualify for help. But I didn't make enough money to support me and my three kids. So yeah, and that's it's, bullshit. It absolutely. If thirty is. grand is a lot of money, Mister, Mrs. Congressman, why don't we make that your salary for being an elected servant? Right. How about that? Yeah. And no insider trading and all this other fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. You make thirty grand a year. That's plenty of money. Right. We'll pay for your meals and your housing and all that, which we shouldn't do because we can't. We can, don't get that. Right. But let's just, for the benefit of the doubt, it's a perk. Yeah. For being an elected servant, but you're going to make 30 grand because that's plenty of money. Uh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm glad we agree on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in the one percenters. Right. Who? What's that? Not in the one, wait, one, not in the one percenters. Yeah. I don't know. He loved me like a sister. Hmm. It's worse now because I had major surgery a month ago. See? Oh, see? Yeah, see? And that's yeah. like, that's her fault. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, Pamela. You can go You can go to McDonald's and flip burgers, and then after that, you can go to Burger King and flip burgers. And after that job, you can work at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about fuck you? How about, how about I can't, mm-hmm. and I won't? Nor should you have to. Just even based on principle. I got to work three jobs just to make it now? Because you people fucked up the whole monetary system with your inflation and getting off the gold standard, and that's my fault? Yeah. I just don't even want to get into it. But let's just say, you know, you do have, you, you don't have the ability to work or inability to work, whatever the phrasing or legality, legalese is, you can't work because of a certain condition. Right. Or like I said to you eight years ago, I got financially destroyed, but I didn't ask any help from the government, except I had to file bankruptcy. Right. But that wasn't help from the government, I guess. Maybe some will say that it is. 
Well, you used them for, for to give all your debt. Well, I couldn't pay it because it got fucking destroyed. So is is that like a quote unquote bailout? I don't think so. I think that's in a reset button. That's different. I agree. But to literally say I cannot work because of this condition, or I can't work because of whatever, and and it's the truth, and you're not being fraudulent. The answer to that is, well, just go get another job. How can you get a job when you can't work? Right. Or let's say you can work and you still can't make it. Go get another job. Well, no. Oh, I mean, you know, I have huge feelings about this. Yes, I know. But it's all bullshit. Oh, it is. Somebody says that on the right from the Republicans or anybody, that's just condescending, offensive, and just unrealistic. Agreed. Because like I said, okay, Mr. Senator, whoever, Ms. Senator, Representative, President, Vice President, 30 grand's too much, then that's fine for your salary, correct? Absolutely. Maybe 40 grand because you're higher, you get high, the higher you go. Right. So the way you're talking, President should be making 50, 50 grand a year? Seems reasonable to me. Me too. Mm-hmm. According to them? Yes. Oh, well, no, I can't. You know, I, I got to make half a mil. I think the President gets half a million or something right now. I know it's 400,000. I don't even know what senators at hundred thousand, maybe. I don't know. I don't. That's know. three times uh, more than you need, according to them. Right. R- right. I mean, that's what they say. Oh yes, I know. You make thirty grand a year. You don't qualify. You make too much money. Yes. Okay, then you should get paid forty for being a senator. I, I mean, is that? I, I, am I being a dick or an asshole? I mean, you're saying it. Right. They set the standard. I didn't set the dollar amount. You did. Right. Okay. Well, just for the whole, we'll pay you 50 grand. Sure. You can't make it on $50,000. Nobody mm-hmm. can. No. Especially with a family. Right. You're lucky if you can make it on 100 grand. Yeah. And I know. Mm-hmm. I, I know. So anyway, whatever. What's this now? Okay. So she, she stopped commenting unless I can't scroll down. I guess not. Yeah, so that's all she said. So we got four people. It's just so you can know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. That orbs us, of course. And then um, there's four people. Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. That are listening or whatever. But that that number is not really accurate. It It's way more than that. I don't know how this thing works. <laughs> and I don't, I don't really care. It could be one people or a thousand. doesn't matter to me. Right. But just so you know what's going on. And then, of course, that's a chat room. Mm-hmm. And then if somebody wants to join the studio, it's been so long since I've done this. You, you could, Like if Scarlett wanted to come on? Sure. And she, Well, she would just jump in because she's right. an admin. Right. And and I could do that, too, because sure. she, she made me an admin. But, yeah. But if somebody wants to come in, you can. they can be in the um, – it'll say someone's under the studio, I think, or something, and then you can bring them on. Yeah. Make their mic active and bring them bring them in but it's really cool thing i I like the stream yard stuff and then it's we got all these multi platforms that we're on right which are all up here yeah yeah freedom freedom evolution facebook page youtube my youtube some fucking i don't know there's like (laughs) seven or eight of them right if we don't get banned right or striked we get right. one, yeah, yeah. Which they just uh, they just pass those out mm-hmm. like candy 
mm-hmm. if you if you argue um, or opinion, put your opinion. They don't like it. Yeah. Let's see. And each Congress and Senate person should discuss all stocks and bonds they own. Yeah, the insider trading oh, yeah, bullshit. Oh, dis- yep, stop it. it. No, they should not. Plus, <laughs> only us slaves need to do that. Well, ask Martha Stewart. Right. They own plus all the what donors they get, like no federal society, et cetera. After they get sworn in. Well, yeah, I, I get the point. I mean, they, they the thing is, the, this society, and this is not just my opinion, we're turning into Rome. Hmm. And all these assholes at the top and, you know, Caesar, president, whatever, uh, they just think they can do whatever they want on the backs of us, we the people, which are the republic. So it's being destroyed from the inside for those reasons right there. It, why can you do it, but we can't? Yes. You work for us, and I think these people forget that. I, somebody, when the unions were first going on strike a few mm-hmm. months ago, and President Biden went to Detroit, I think, and was up at the car plant, and a union member was giving President Biden a bunch of shit, and President Biden said, I don't work for you. And and the guy goes, yes, you do. Exactly. And yes, you do. Yes. You do. This is a republic. We vote for you. You work for us. Yes. But they don't. it's not that way anymore. Yeah. And these people can do insider trading and everything else, and they make it legal for them, or they, they make it where they're, um, uh, what's the word, um, immune or whatever, mm-hmm. to the laws, mm-hmm. don't apply to them above the law type of thing, but you can't do that. Right. Martha Stewart obviously can't do it. And that was a gray area anyway from how I understood it. But they can do it. Yeah. They get health insurance. They get all these perks and benefits. We don't. Right. They can lie to your face and nothing, they're not held accountable. You lie to an FBI agent, that's a felony, you're going to prison. Yes. It's upside down. Completely. (laughs) Plus, we're monitored and surveilled all the time from cameras to phones to this to that and social networking. And uh, oh, so a guy told me this the other day at work. He goes, you know how Instagram, no, Snapchat, where they say it's gone in like a day or three days or whatever? Uh Uh-uh. It's not gone. Uh Uh-uh. There was a court case. There was a court case that he was on the jury and uh, law enforcement subpoenaed all the social media, including Instagram or Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. It's there. Oh, yeah. So I would be very careful being on social media, period. Not that you got nothing to hide, but it will be used against you. That's the whole point. Yeah. It doesn't so be go very away. careful <laughs> what you post, what you say, what you do, and all that kind of stuff. Because uh, it, it can definitely, if you get in trouble with the law, it can definitely uh, be used. Oh, yeah. As evidence. Absolutely. Supposedly. That's what I was told. Yeah. Not a lawyer. I'm not, it didn't happen to me. Somebody shared a story at work the other day last week. I didn't tell you about it. I'll tell mm-hmm. you off the air, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just not a big deal. It's just that it, once again, this rolls into other things and that that's one of them. Yeah. But uh, the point is they can do whatever they want and then we, we can't. Right. And, and if we don't, there's consequences. Yes. Usually 
fines, taxes, imprisonment, rights taken away, which should never happen. Yeah. You know, those are our rights. Oh, sure. Period. Oh, yeah. So times are changing, and um, for whatever reasons they are, that's for you, again, to do your homework. Always. And get some answers or come up with some type of hypothesis as to why this may be going on or nothing may be going on. Hell, I don't know. It sure don't seem that way. No. A guy the other day, same guy at work, he goes, do you know that there's the same amount of water on this planet there was like 100,000 years ago? What? Uh, well, if you think about it, we don't really use water. I mean, as where it disappears. And I said, yeah, but when, what about when we urinate? Well, no, because that goes into the treatment plant and it's processed. And, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's really hmm. a good point. Well, we, we don't really use water. We consume it, but we don't use it. Where It's like a resource and it's gone. Although they would make you to believe that like oil or something but yeah and i didn't do my homework on it because i'm not i'm like you know i i think about things before i even start looking into them right but it really doesn't matter to me i turn that faucet and i got fucking water so I, i'm not really worried about that but it was an interesting point yeah and it makes me want to do some homework see yeah <laughs> Yeah, and that's exactly it. It's like somebody says something, don't get in a piss him. Well, that's bullshit. That's impossible. Because all I said was, yeah, but we consume it and urinate it. He goes, yeah, but that goes to the treatment plant. That's a good point. So it's recycled back into the water supply after treated. Yeah. I go, yeah, I guess it, <laughs> I guess it is. Hmm. That's why we don't run out of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, Alright, I gotta take a sword. I'm dying here. Oh my god. Alright, so what do we got? 741 already. Yeah. Didn't I just say it was 10 after 7? You did. So a half hour just went into the metaverse. As it does. So um all right, so I, I guess I'm gonna leave you all with my um it's coming to the end of the year and I do predictions. And I guess this could be a, a pre-prediction. Is that redundant? Is, that, is it even a word? <laughs> We're making it a Pre-prediction. Okay. I declare a pre-prediction. What did I say? Pre-prediction. -pre -pre uh -huh. Yep. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to make you think, and I want you to do your homework. So, And I'm going to beat the hell out of this thing again because I've done it before. But here, here's what I'm noticing, and you've noticed it, and other people have noticed it too. That for some reason, whoever they are, anything that's out there about COVID is disappearing. Yeah. Whether it's information, disinformation, this, that, whatever. Uh, you can think what you want. I'm not telling you anything other than think about it. That's all I'm going to say. So this is suspicious to me. Because all this is, whether it's Joe Rogan, no offense against him, Alex Jones, anybody on this network, anybody, you can have um, professional licensed medical doctors, you can have any anybody on there, and they have the right to say what they say based on their education and qualifications and certifications and everything else. They're not going to go on there and say stuff that could jeopardize a reputation or make them lose their medical license. Right. They, there's a thing called the hypocritical oath and no doctors from what I know take it anymore. 
Yeah, I heard something about yeah, that. Yeah, it's true. My management teacher told me that years ago. The Hippocratic, I think yeah. it's the Hippocratic yeah. Oath. Hippocr yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Which is basically, you're not going to be a hypocrite, and no matter what, you're always going to do the right thing for the patient. It's pretty, look it up, what it says. I don't know what that looks I like. I would love to know what that is. But they don't do that anymore. Is, yeah. But maybe some of them do. You know, whether they've decided to do it and they didn't take the oath because they're trying to do the right thing, which is taking care of the patient. Is it not? Uh, it should be if it wasn't. To heal the patient. <laughs> right. I mean, right. why are you being a doctor if you don't want to heal people? Absolutely. Right? Yes. Which is a very profound, amazing, like, wild thing. You really, you want to heal people. That's amazing. Is it not? It's incredible. Yeah, but what? What if? What if? What if? This is just it's like a Glenn Beck thing. What if? <laughs> that's not what it is anymore. Yeah. What if, like other things, have been weaponized? Sure. Now, of course, you would say that's ridiculous. Well, you can do your research on Dr. Mendela from the Nazis. Mm-hmm. His best interest was in healing people. He's a fucking monster. Right. Doing experiments without their agreement or free will because they were prisoners. And they did whatever the hell they wanted to do to him. Right. In the guise of what? Medical advancement to see what would happen to these abominations that are people. Yeah. Not to mention, oh, well, you know, they're being tortured too from all the pain. Oh, well, that's just a uh, cost of doing business for medical research. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that fits right in the hypocritical oath. I'm sure, mm. sure that's in there. Sarcastically, I said. Of course. <laughs> so so let's just say, and people on this network, including me, said that this whole COVID-19 thing does not make any sense. Or back then it was a coronavirus. Right. But Corona Beer was losing so many sales that they're like, please help us and change the name of this fucking thing because it's killing us. So they changed it to COVID-19. Interesting. I did not know yeah. that. It used to be the coronavirus. Oh, I know. I remember that. That's why they changed it, though. I had no idea. Because people were dumb enough to think if they drank a corona beer, they get coronavirus. For real? Well, that's the people we're talking to. <laughs> no offense to anybody in the audience. But I mean, this is, these are some people that just believe what they hear and what people say, including your doctor, which you should. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Right. Because that's a level of trust. Mm hmm. You're there to listen to your doctor who you and I both just went to because we had strep throat. Right. And we knew something was really wrong. I trust I'm going to go to my doctor and they're going to heal me and they're going to do the right thing and take care of me, not use me as a medical experiment without my permission. Correct. We would assume that. Correct. So that just goes without saying. But let's just say that COVID-19 was an experiment, which the vaccinations are. They weren't tested or proved. They were animal tested and a lot of them failed. They were never proved in, in humans or approved and was shoved right to market because of the pandemic. Right. With the 2% mortality rate. Right. And if you didn't take it, I'm not even going to get into it. Not to mention locking us all down and destroying the economy and uh, putting me into a financial situation that I still can't get out of. 
with coercion against your will. And if you didn't do it, then you didn't work or you couldn't go out. It was getting to the point. If you weren't vaccinated, you weren't even allowed in some places, um, hospitals, which I can and cannot see old folks homes, which I can and cannot see or understand. But if you didn't do, if you didn't take that vaccination, there were consequences. Yes. So if you, I just have a question. So if you went and got it, then are you willfully saying yes? I mean, nobody's making you do it, which is ridiculous. It's getting to the point where you couldn't even go into places, including grocery stores, or see your own family unless you were vaccinated. Right. Okay. What is that? It's a force. Well, that's control, manipulation, right. and fear-mongering. Right. And if you don't do this by decree, there wasn't any laws or anything. Right. It was... um mandated by the governors and people of towns or states, but both mostly by the governor of each state. Yes. Or else. Yeah. That's the big one. Because this is, this is a pandemic and 2% of the people are going to die. That's not, that's not a pandemic. I don't think, I don't know what the definition one is. If 98% of the people were going to die, you're fucking right. Uh, you know, you might have a you might have a point there. We got to do something. Or everybody's going to die, except two percent of the people. But this was ninety eight percent of the people, so I don't really see a threat here. So the long, the short story of this story again that I've told a million times is this is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. Now here's here's what I think's going on. I have no way to back this up. Got no way to prove it. This again is my opinion. It's not medical disinformation, conspiracy theory, anything. This is just putting all the ducks in a row. Okay. People are covering their tracks. That's why you're finding stuff disappearing. It's happening all over the place. It's happening to my shows from three years ago. It just happened to Scarlett's show three years ago. Scarlett knows what the hell she's talking about. Agreed. So I highly doubt there was any mis or uh, disinformation on anything, let alone my shows, because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about either. That was just my hypothesis and opinion on the behavior in what I'm seeing in the real world. Right. Which I see a dictatorship mandates and you're violating my rights and I'm not giving you permission to put some experimental crap into my body that hasn't been tested and approved on humans which is all violations of the Nuremberg Code, which nobody knows about. And for some reason, nobody wants to know about it. But there are people that do know about it. And I think they know about it, and they're all starting to panic. So they're going to like, we're going to make all this shit go away, because whether it's evidence or not, it's still a reference for it being out there. So it's kind of like redaction, you know. <laughs> you got a letter. Well, here you go. It's declassified and 99.9% is redacted. Well, gee, thanks a lot. I can see is the then. That's all, that's all, that's all I'm going to see. So, and that's for a reason. Because that's information that could imply some pretty negative things. So I think people are waking up. People are realizing, whoever they are, what they did 
and they're going to try to make it all go away. But in the end, there's going to be enough fuel, enough evidence to start going after these people with the Nuremberg Code. Because it violated, I read it to you today. Every single one of them, by agreement, we didn't even discuss it. Every single one of them, this situation where people were in control and power violated every 10 guidelines of the Nuremberg Code. Every single one. I think they're shitting a brick and they want to make all the shit disappear or make it impossible to who did what and this and that and everything else. They're they're, um, erasing their tracks. That's what I think is going on. And here's the kicker. So the people, whoever they are, that want to get rid of people, and I don't mean physically like bang, bang, you're dead, but to make them go away and disappear off into the sunset or just go retire in Florida and play golf all day and we'll leave you alone. Those people, if they comply, they'll leave them alone. But the ones that won't are going to cause problems and continue to do this. You need to be held accountable for doing this to the planet, let alone citizens of the United States. You are going to be charged with the Nuremberg Code. The problem with that is that everybody that was involved in this, without me saying anything to the highest levels at the time, are going to be charged with the Nuremberg Code. So without saying names again, the people that have been targeted without saying names again are going to be targeted and charged with the Nuremberg Code. This is your prediction. This is my prediction. Yes. Because this is the last weapon that they can use to go after these people and literally make them go away. Whether it's some pre- the the penalty for Nuremberg Code and the higher level you are of this if you decided to do this is death or imprisonment for life. So that would definitely make a lot of people go away. Sure. So I think they're covering their tracks to where it can be pointed in the direction of somebody else. And there's going to be misdirection to the people that they want to make go away and disappear. And they're going to shift that energy to them. They're going to get charged with the Nuremberg code and the people that are charging them are of course the justice system and everything else. And I'm not saying they're involved, but now it's going to be, Oh, don't look over there. Look over here. You know, don't look at us. Although we were here and involved, but no, these are the people that really did it, which were the people in charge of the highest level all the way down. Yes. And a lot of people can't respect or even want to be involved with their doctors or medical field because they felt they've been betrayed. So this would be a way to go after the doctors, the nurses, and even down to RNs and go, you violated the Nuremberg Code. I did what I was told. Well, that's what they said about Hitler, too. I was told to do it, so I did it. Well, you know what? You're guilty. You should have known better. So they're going to make that whole bad medical people that did this willfully, but out of compliance and coercion, violation of the Nuremberg Code, and they're going to make them go away. And they're going to, we started over, we got rid of all those bad people Hmm. from the bottom to the top. And when I say the top, I mean the highest top without saying names. Right. Mark my words. I hope I'm wrong. It might not happen, but it. But what's happening now and shit's disappearing with this, all this stuff, 
there's a reason why it's disappearing. Of course. Because then it takes away the energy and the direction, follow the path, and that's being redacted. And then what it's going to be is the things that are pointing in the direction of the other people that they want to go away is going to be the bad guys. Now, is that mindfuckery or what? Of course. Yes. I know. Two minutes. Got to go. So there's something to think about. That's a prediction. I don't think it's going to happen. It may happen. I hope it doesn't happen. But do your work on the Nuremberg Code for any other reason to protect yourself and know your rights. And don't let people violate them. And that's it. And learn from history. There was a whole trial on it on the Nuremberg Code. And uh, most of the SS uh, paid a price for it. And the people underneath. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like it hasn't ha happened. But in this time, it's going to be flipped and, and weaponized uh, against the people that they, they want to get rid of. So go ahead and uh, check it out. And we're going to go. Thanks for listening to us. I think Red's coming on next. And enjoy the show. And uh, we'll be back next week at same, same bat time and same bat channel. Yes. 6 p.m. And we have no idea what we're going to talk about. Ever. But... I bullshit for most of the show, and then I get into my thing that is concerning me, or we talk about, and this was one of them. Yes. And I made it light to you today, and I go, tell me whether or not these were violated. Yes, 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 yes. So there you go. Yeah. But it's going to be weaponized, just like everything else, and you mark my words. So people that uh, know what I'm saying, you better um, watch out. And I'll pray for you and uh, do your homework and don't let people violate your medical rights because nobody has the right to compromise or jeopardize your health for whatever reason. Right. Correct? Correct. Okay. So anyway, that's it. I'm going to let you go. Thanks for listening to me. <coughs> and I got to get rid of this strep throat. And it's been two hours. And sorry about the technical difficulty stuff, but uh, we'll be back next Sunday at 6 and beyond from then on until... We're not. Right. And uh, there it is. So, got anything you want to say? Nope. <laughs> oh, she's speechless. Good. Or I'm in trouble. Or both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing with that frying pan? Uh-huh. So, anyway, there you go. Uh, uh, thanks for listening and share the show. And whatever you do, just do your homework. And uh, that's all I ask. So, all right. You've been listening to the Red Pill Show. Have a great night. Bye. <laughs>